This is the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. Oh, yes. Off and running on a Saturday, January 13th. How's everybody feeling? How's everybody living? It is the Gordon Damer Show. It is 98.7 FM ESPN New York. And in the words of Isaiah Thomas, back when he was running the Knicks, welcome to the playoffs. Yes, welcome to the NFL playoffs. And I think it's safe to say our stay in the playoffs is going to last a whole lot longer than the Knicks that year. I think that was the year they got swept by the Nets. And that's whether you, uh, if you have Peacock, if you don't have Peacock, if you're going to get Peacock, if you refuse to get Peacock, 13 games left. That's it in the NFL season. And today, Super Wild Card Weekend kicks off. It kicks off with Joe Flacco. Looking to go on another Super Bowl, just as we all predicted at the beginning of the season. I bet by the time we get to the playoffs, I envision it being the Browns being led by Joe Flacco against the Houston Texans and rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud. A matchup that no matter how it turns out, you'd have to, you'd have to think is a very painful matchup for the New York Jets and Jet fans. Because on the one side, you have your form, the, the guy who was just quarterbacking you last year, leading a team with a whole bunch of injuries, a team led by its defense that still was able to make its way into the playoffs despite all those in losing the quarterback, losing the running back, losing their two starting tackles, and still on what quarterback number four, quarterback number four, whatever it is, able to make the playoffs. So their season did not get derailed simply by losing their quarterback the way the Jets did. And then you have the Houston Texans on the other hand, which in some kind of sliding doors, butterfly effect kind of way, the Texans are the opposite of everything the Jets did, but did all the same things. Drafted a quarterback number two, got the defensive coordinator from the 49ers, and yet they're also in the playoffs. So that's the way things start. But, of course, you got the Cowboys in action this weekend. That's always fun. You have the Chiefs and Dolphins. Is the weather going to be minus one or minus – does it matter? Does it – once you get past, like, 20 degrees, does it, is it really that big a difference between 20 and zero? I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But we'll find out uh, this weekend. And the Bills looking to start their Super Bowl run. The Eagles, all their – issues the coaching carousel and you'd have to think at least a possibility that another job comes open based on how things could go this weekend so the number of course you know 1-800-919-ESPN you can find me on twitter on instagram at gordon damer at old man radio uh, on TikTok, but most importantly, right here on your radio, I think until 12.30 today. Is that correct? Rangers pregame at 12.30. Rangers Capitals. We're all looking forward to that. So uh, all week we've been looking forward to these NFL playoff games. But today is the day that it changes. You might be saying, oh, what changes now? Today's the day we go from how we spent the rest of the week grumbling and complaining about having to watch a game on Peacock, today it changes to downloading Peacock. And look, you know you're going to do it. You know that you're a hypocrite. It's, it's fine. We could all be hypocrites. 
But today's the day we shift. Today is the day we pivot. All week long, I'm hearing every, oh, the NFL owner, I don't want to download an app just to watch a football. This street, it's ridiculous. I got to pay $6. I don't want to do it. It's a pain. Paying for another thing I don't need. It's outrageous. Yeah, but you're going to do it. You're going to do it. You know you're going to do it. If you haven't already done it, you're going to do it. And and I'm going to do it because it's my team. But even if it wasn't my team, I would still do it. And uh, at first, when the week started, I thought, well, I'm going to have to download Peacock. I'm going to have to pay for that now. And then I found out uh, during the course of the week, we are apparently in my house, we already have it. I, I was unaware. I am so unaware of the things that we pay for in my house. And it's funny because when I was a kid, my, fa- my, my father found out some of the things we were paying for. It was like, oh, my God. And I would think back then when I was a young kid, wow, man, dad, uh, dad is just off the hinges. Uh, like, why is he getting so? And now I'm the dad. And now I find out the things that we're paying for. I'm like, why are we paying for this? Apparently, we pay for, for, for Peacock, so my, my wife likes to fall asleep to watching The Office. So we're paying $6 a month for that. That, that seems like a good purchase, right? Um, but look, it's, 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 it's weird to me that I hear this week that the, the main gripe has been about the, the game being on Peacock, that these NFL owners, they are so greedy. These NFL owners, they are so greedy. You're just learning this now? Who is just learning this now? This all of a sudden, you had this revelation all of a sudden in the course of this week? These are the same guys who came up with the idea of a personal seat license. You have to buy a thing before you can buy tickets to their games. Now, all of a sudden, you're realizing that they will squeeze fans for every single nickel and dime, and they'll, they'll pick you up by your ankles and shake you until the last nickel comes out, that it's never enough, never enough? This is when you're finally realizing that? As a sports fan, and it's not just the NFL, it's all the leagues. They will shake you down for every single solitary penny. And still not be satisfied. But unfortunately, that is the deal. And that point, at this point, is pretty well established. Because here's the thing. We're all hooked. We're all, the NFL, more so than any of the other leagues, is like a drug to us. And we're all hooked. We're all hooked. They got us. And they know it. They got us, and they know it. We had a caller, I think it was last night, well, if I, if I end up getting Peacock, well, then the NFL owners are going to know they have us. They already know. And you denying yourself the game will make zero bit of difference. And I, I'm just kind of surprised, I guess, that this is the bridge too far for so many people. Because here's the thing. Don't watch. Don't watch. That's all. All you have to do is nothing. It's not like you have to do something special to, to, to show the NFL, oh, I'm, this is, I'm not doing this. Okay, don't watch. Go at 8 o'clock tonight. Go do something else. This, 
I, the Golden Globes were last week. That thing seemed to like go over like a, a lead balloon. So uh, I don't know what movies won or what movies were. Catch up on some movies. Catch up on some TV shows. Catch up on your reading. Go read a book. Go do some. There's a thousand things that you can do. And only one thing, if you want, if you if this is the bridge too far for you, simply don't watch. I dare you. I dare you not to watch. The NFL is daring you not to watch. But much like a scene from uh, the TV show The Wire, that's something you could do. Go watch The Wire. You've heard about it for years. If you haven't already seen it, it's a great show. But much like a scene in The Wire, you're going to do what you got to do because you're an addict. It's what we do as fans. It's pathetic, but it's what we do. And these leagues, they don't care about the fans. It's certainly not the diehard fans. The casual fan that they can still shake down for some money, they care about them to a certain degree. But the diehard fans, all these things they do. Because they know you're not going anywhere. If you were going to go somewhere, you would have went there by now. Stop being a a phony. You know you're not going anywhere. You could pick a new hobby. You're not going to do it. After all... Have you heard? You could be part of history tonight. Oh, we could all be part of history. Imagine people standing around. Hey, um, have you ever been part of history? Well, yeah, I was part of history. I'm old enough to remember when Neil Armstrong landed on the moon. How about you? Well, I'm not that old, but I'm old enough to remember the miracle on ice. Wow. Hey, kid, what about you? Have you ever been witness to history? Well, I was there the first time an NFL game was streamed on Peacock. And boy, uh, I don't want to get too uh, deep into it. Streaming is the perfect word for it. The NFL owners and their greed. It is streaming all over us. But you know what? I'll be there. And so will you. You'll say whatever. I'm not going to do it. No, no, I'm not going to. You're going to do it. They know they have you. They know, the owners know, you're going to be sitting there screaming at the remote trying to download the stupid thing to the TV or watching it on your iPad. They know you're going to be sitting there. They know you're going to be sitting there tweeting. They, they know you're going to be sitting there watching the pregame and watching the postgame and thinking about tomorrow and doing all these things. And most importantly, you know what you're going to be doing? Forgetting to cancel Peacock after the game. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number, 1-800-919-3776. So we got a ton to do today. We got all the NFL playoff stuff. We got all the NFL coaching carousel stuff. We got the Knicks after that loss, the Mavericks back in action as they'll face off against the uh, the Grizzlies. We still, maybe the most enjoyable part of the NFL postseason this weekend is you get to enjoy all the football and you don't have to sit through the Jets and Giants. You don't have them ruining your afternoon. You can just take the good parts and avoid all the bad parts. We got a fresh edition of what I learned on TikTok. We have maybe our most anticipated edition of the polar opposite of power rankings, the poop rankings. Do you remember back when the season was just about to begin? We did a segment called Receipts, and we allowed anyone and everyone who wanted to go on the record of how their one big prediction for the NFL season. Today is the day we pull out those receipts and see not who did the best. We don't care who did the best. Who did the worst? And it is our polar opposite of power ranking.
Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. It's all right there in front of us. And, and usually when you say there's light at the end of the tunnel, that's usually a good thing, right? You're walking through a dark tunnel and you can finally spot a ray of sunshine ahead of you. Jet fans are hoping this offseason will be the light at the end of the tunnel. Giant fans hoping that they can see the light at the end of the tunnel after this season. But unfortunately, with the NFL, we can see the light at the end of the tunnel, but we don't want to get out of the tunnel. Only 13 games left in the NFL season. And uh, for a lot of teams, the season's already ended, and we're on to the draft. And this year, we'll be, we're, we're back in that grind. <laughs> we're back in that slop with the Jets and Giants. We're going to be breaking down the draft. Or this mock draft has the Jets taking this guy. The Giants are going to take that guy. We're going to be doing that old gag again. But at least for today, we can all sit back and we can all enjoy playoff football. No Giants to make your eyes bleed. No Jets to make you pull your hair out. Just good football, hopefully, up and down the card this weekend. So, all right, let's get to some phone calls. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. And I didn't even mention we have a new feature this week. Now, I will be the first to admit, our NFL picks for the regular season, they were kind of 50-50. I think we finished one game under 500 for the season, which is just completely unacceptable. I will be the first to fall on the sword and say, you know what? My producers didn't do a good enough job directing me. I gave them veto power. They didn't take the veto power. That is incorrect. I blame them. But. The good news is the regular season is over. We've made, we did enough to advance the postseason. And in the postseason, we will be Mr. Perfect. A perfect postseason to make up for a mediocre regular season. Every game we will pick. Every game will be correct. A perfect postseason only on the Gordon Damer Show. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. All right, let's go to the phones, and uh, we'll start things off with Marvin is in the Bronx. Marvin, good morning, my friend. Happy New Year. What's up, G-Man? How, when you how's doing everything your when you about When you were doing your diatribe about us with Peacock and all those other screaming systems, I thought about when I was in the Marine Corps to make an analogy. Guys will always complain about the food, all right? Mm-hmm. But I would look up, and those same guys would be ahead of me online. <laughs> right. This food <laughs> so is terrible, won't... yes, in such small portions, too, right? <laughs> yes, right. But, but what I want to talk about is the two coaching um, uh, transactions that happened this week. First of all, I could never bet Mount Bill Belichick because – as a defense coordinator for the Giants, he gave me two Super Bowls, and I always appreciate that. But with Rick, with uh, Nick Saban, I was watching a documentary on him, and he talked about how much he won and how much he you know, what a great coach he is, and I agree with that. But they never mentioned how many guys he graduated on time, and I noticed that. And my friend went down to Birmingham one time. He spent time there. He said, Marv, you would be shocked how many guys played for Auburn and Alabama driving taxis and working security guards and, and with no degree. So they never brought that subject up. So there's always something to think about these coaches when you think about their legacy, all right? And because they touch young men's lives 
and they affect them for the rest of their lives. So let's not get so high on the horse. And I, I congratulate Nick Saban on retiring a great coach, but there's a lot of some things to look into. Oh, yeah, no question, Marvin, and thanks for the phone call. Um, you know, I, I'm sure with all these guys, uh, if you, you know, college football, any 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 position where you have uh, ultimate authority and ultimate power like a, a big-time college football coach is, you, you can certainly uh, pick through the things and, and pick through some players that they gave second chances to that uh, it blew up in their faces and, and, and that kind of thing. But uh, as just a casual college football fan – Nick Saban was good to have around because he gave you somebody, if you weren't an Alabama fan, he gave you somebody to root against. Uh, and uh, he was in it every single year. It felt like they were the favorites until they were out. And even this year, even when they, they it's kind of a bit of a surprise that they were able to get into the playoff, as soon as they announced that, that Michigan was going up against Alabama, everyone, oh, well, Alabama's going to take down Michigan. Didn't turn out that way, but no, uh, they, they, um, they certainly gave you, uh, they, he played a perfect villain especially with uh, how miserable he was always on the side. They won by 40, he's miserable. They won by a point, he's miserable. And uh, I, I clearly, as my team, uh, employed Nick Saban for a while and bailed on us as quickly as he could. He made the right decision going to uh, Alabama. And clearly, I am happy to see him retire, mostly because now all those ingrate fans down in Alabama who would criticize Nick Saban or, hey, they didn't win the national championship this year. Oh, blah, 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 blah. Maybe Nick Saban's lost something off the fastball. I don't know if it's going to be such smooth sailing now, uh, even moving away from, from Nick Saban. Uh, let's go out to uh, Lou is in Wayne. Lou, what's going on, my man? Hey, how's it going? Um, I actually wanted to call about the Peacock situation. Mm-hmm. I know it's frustrating. We had a, uh, a, I don't know how long it was on TV for, and then now it's switching to Amazon Prime, of course, Peacock. Uh, and also, you know, Paramount and CBS has a little formation going on or whatever. And I'll be honest, it kind of makes sense to the point where cable is about what I want to say a hundred bucks. Let's say you have Peacock for less than ten bucks a month. It works out. You have movies. You have TV shows. It does suck that they have to, you know, we have to purchase an app just to watch football when you could just turn on your TV and just, you know, t- turn on Channel Two. Uh, Channel 5 or even Channel 4 for NBC, CBS, and so on and so forth. Um, but I understand a lot of people's frustrations. Um, I do have Peacock as well. I, I do watch The Office. That's what I actually go to sleep to as well, which is pretty funny. <clears throat> um, and, but but the, th- the thing that kind of frustrates me more is, fine, Giants are not in the, are, are, are in the playoffs. Giants are not in the playoffs as well. Um like you said, if you don't, you know, if it's not your favorite team, of course, you don't have to watch it. I know that I think the 830 game is on NBC, I believe. Um, the only thing that, that kind of, like, really, not pisses me off, but it's more of a really frustrating is if, if we have all this Red Zone or NFL Network and all this other stuff, just put all the games on, let's say, one application. If you don't want it on TV anymore, just place it on an application. We'll pay whatever we have to pay like we already do. But it's like so many applications that I want to take Thursday Night Football, that I want to take uh, NBC away from us, that I want to take, you know, all these other football, you know, primetime games away from us. We just want to turn on our TV. We just want to watch some football, and that's basically it. It has to be so difficult to, to purchase 
an application and, and sign up or get this or get that, and then it happens what, what two, three times every season, so to say. Well, I mean, the Peacock and Lou, thanks for the phone call. Yeah, I, I mean, the Peacock game is only the one. Um, but here's the thing: they're not going to do that because they this is their business, and business is good. And it sucks that NFL owners have to be greedy pigs, but we know that they're greedy pigs. They, they show us that at every turn. So they, they're not going to put it on one application. They want to have it on as many as because they're going to, they may, what do they have? 100 million, 110 million, whatever it is. 110 million is just a, like obscene. Like 100 million wasn't good enough for the one. They were going to get 110 million. I want it to be 112 million. Yeah, it does suck, but at the end of the day, we, we the war is over. In terms of sports fans and, and these leagues, the war is over, and the leagues won. We're all addicts, and we're all addicted to it, and we're all going to do what's necessary. And if you want to prove me wrong, by all means, prove me. You don't have to watch it. If you're not a Dolphin fan or a Chief fan, you're just an NFL fan who likes to watch all the playoffs, don't watch this. You want to try to send the message? It's not going to work. But if you want to try to send a message, don't download Peacock. There you go. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. If you're going to complain all week about it, well, then don't do it. I don't want to hear the complaints all week long and then, oh, in the third quarter, blah, 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 blah. It's not the way it goes. Not the way it goes. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. Rodney is in Hawthorne. Rodney, next up on the Gordon Damer Show. Hey, Gordon, it's a pleasure to talk to you again, my man. I'm calling because of the whole Peacock thing. I think we have to understand, as just society, things change. Um, a lot of stuff was on free TV that isn't on free TV anymore. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 42, but I know from the past, people would tell me, you know, boxing would be on regular TV. Now boxing is on cable. Same thing with wrestling. Wrestling was on regular TV. It's on cable. That's just how it is. Sports is already doing that. And we have to accept this is where it's at. Like you said, uh, Gordon, these guys are greedy. They want to make a lot of money. And, you know, granted, this is where we, we live in America. It's a capitalist society. It is about making money. And, you know, if they think this is shocking, wait until, and I'm calling this, and I'm, I don't want to put this up to you, this is going to happen. Wait until the Super Bowl is on, is on pay TV. It's going to happen because they know that they people are going to buy it. It's not, nothing's going to change. This is where it's going to go. And just to piggyback off of the whole Peacock thing, I don't know if you heard, they said um, they're already promoting next month they're going to release Oppenheimer on Peacock. So get ready to see a bunch of ads about Oppenheimer during this game being released on Peacock next month. You know what I mean? So yep. I think we as fans, we need to accept this as it's going to go forward. And listen, if you don't want to pay food, go to a bar. Go have a day where you can go have drinks with your friends or your family, have dinner. They're going to show the game on there. You know what I mean? Have a good time with it. This is this is just where it's going. There is no way around it. Unless you live in that area where they have to show it locally. But if you're like you, you know, Gordon, where you don't live right. um, in Florida or anything like that, you're gonna have to pay for that. That's it, man. It is what yep. it is. We have to we have to move forward. That's what it, that's the deal, right? We know we know the deal going in, and uh, the deal is you lose. <laughs> the deal is they win. Um, it would be great if uh, it was you just plop down on the couch. Uh, and you can watch all the games. You don't have to do this, do that, and worry about streaming the game. It always feels like I, maybe my Wi-Fi stinks more than other people's Wi-Fi stinks, but it always feels, especially with Amazon Prime, if I, if I Chromecast it to the TV as opposed to just watch it on my iPad, it's always glitchy. Yeah, it stinks, but that is the deal. And look, 
I guess it is kind of a premier matchup uh, because the Chiefs and, and Patrick Mahomes. We all know how this game's going to go. We all, we all know how this game's going to go. Now, the other games, I think, are far. Maybe the Steelers and Bills, that one might. Uh, but the Bills, they're so helter-skelter. Would it really shock you if, if Josh Allen has, like, two turnovers in the first 10 minutes of that game against the Steelers, and then all of a sudden you're sitting there thinking, oh, wait a second, Bills. I mean, the Bills are always kind of schizophrenic. Just when you think that they're starting to roll, that's when they, they roll right off the, the bridge. But all these games this weekend could kind of can kind of go any way. I, I would think that out of all that, and maybe this is my own bias filtering in, the Dolphins in the playoffs against a good team on the road against the best quarterback in the sport uh, in a game that's going to be uh, one degree or colder. Gee, I wonder how that one's going to turn out. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Coming up, more your phone calls, more on the NFL, Jets, and Giants. I know it's playoff weekend, but we do kind of, kind of discuss some things that happened in the course of the week with the Jets and the Giants. And we'll do that next on the Gordon Damer Show, 98.7 FM, ESPN New York. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. The, the, the one aspect of it that really kind of irks me is not just that it's it's I have to now download Peacock somewhere on, on the TVs and everything else. It's that they sell it to you like it's a good thing for you. Hey, be part of history. So when they have the games in Germany or in London, hey, get ready. The excitement. Get excited. You can wake up at 8 o'clock in the morning right out of bed on a Sunday. You're one day to sleep in, and you got to wipe the sleep out of your eyes as you watch football at 8 o'clock in the morning. Get excited. We're playing a game on the moon. Get ready for weightless football. There's not going to be any gravity. Be excited. I'm not excited. I'm not excited about the Peacock thing. I'm not excited about when they play overseas and I got to wake up earlier and watch it. I'm not excited about it. I want to just sit down on my couch at 1 o'clock and watch my game. That's what I would like. But we all know that's not going to happen. And uh, we'll adjust. Because as sports fans, we're all addicts. And we'll just have to do what we have to do. But you know what we're going to do? We're going to sit and watch the games. And, uh, And again, I dare you. If you're one of these people that has called up the K show or Rick and Dave or Barton Hahn, all these different shows and complained all week, oh, Peacock, Peacock. Okay, don't watch. Don't watch it. I dare you. You're going to do it. You know you are. All right, so uh, we'll continue to take your phone calls. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. I I did want to get into some Jets and Giants stuff, and I guess we'll start with the Giants because they're kind of more the newsmakers this week with the, uh, the situation with Wink Martindale is out. And now the Giants have to uh, go out and find a new defensive coordinator. As if the Giants didn't have enough stuff to do this offseason. As if they didn't have enough stuff already on the things to do list this offseason after this season. Now they have to take one aspect, which I wouldn't say it was a strength. But as the season went along, it certainly was better than when it started out. Couldn't have been much worse than when it started with a 40 to nothing loss to the Cowboys, but it did kind of round into form some. And uh, I, I imagine the Giants with their list of things to do. It's like that scene from uh, My Cousin Vinny. 
when uh, Joe Pesci is ranting about uh, uh, Lisa's complaining to him about all these different things. Like, I, I do not need this right now. I got slaughtered pigs and giant loud whistles. I got to find a new defensive coordinator. I mean, think of the things that the Giants got to do. They basically got to create an entire offense. They got to find a long-term solution at quarterback. They got to fix the offensive line. And uh, they hired a new offensive line coach, which might be, you think it might be the most important hire of the offseason. Because they ha- they've already invested a lot in that offensive line and two number one picks along that offensive line. And it's still, they're the first team in history to have two quarterbacks get sacked 30 times in a season. Never's happened before. So this is the biggest offseason that this regime has had. They have, the I think, the fifth most draft capital, according to NFL Tankathon. They have more cap space this offseason than they've had in past offseasons. And now they have to uh, go out there and find a new defensive coordinator. And I wouldn't say it's the most important thing to do. I think finding the quarterback and fixing the offensive line, those are the most important things to do. But in an offseason where you got to nail things pretty well, you got to, it can't just be, ah, this is, it's okay. Like it's getting down to crisis time for this regime. It's three years. Three years is a long time in the NFL. Now, it, they had success that first year, so that buys them some time. But take a look at this year. We were, when did the calls start coming about, well, maybe Brian Dable's not the right, maybe they got to make a change at court, uh, at coach. Was it midway through the season? This after a year where they went to the playoffs and won a playoff game? I mean, think about that. And I just wonder, with the Giants sitting there with now, what is it, the sixth pick, I wonder if it's happened yet. It will happen at some point this offseason that the fans who are shouting, oh, we got to win games, it's important to win games. Are they having any buyer's remorse? Are they still celebrating that that? that Patriots win where the wins against the commanders because it's pretty clear cut. This is the offseason. Whatever the giants plan is after this offseason at quarterback. Well, that's the plan for this group. So if they draft the quarterback at six or they draft the quarterback somewhere and well, okay, now they have picked their guy. They now have whoever they're, that's their long-term solution. That's their plan. You're telling me that's your plan. If they don't take a quarterback and they and they think that Daniel Jones is going to be ready to start next, okay, well, then that's your guy. What you're telling me is that's your guy. Because you can't be into year three and still be saying, well, we don't know what our long-term... You, you just had a, a, a top six pick in the draft. You came in and you had high picks in the draft. You got at some point you, you can't just be standing on the game show floor looking up at the big board and the clock winds out uh, times out. That's what you're saying. If you don't pick somebody this year, there's a very good chance that you are not going to pick anybody. And I don't think that that's the case. So I, I do think that with that pick, either that pick or moving up picks, whatever they got to do, the Giants number one thing this offseason is they got to find whatever that long term solution is a quarterback. And I'll just say a couple other things. A I know that if you're a Giant fan, if you're a fan of a bad team or a team that's had a bad season, this is the time you look forward to because this is the time where you can kind of hope that things are going to turn around, right? It's free agency. It's the offseason. It's the draft. 
don't put any weight into any mock drafts right now. I, I, when my team was in this position, I would love reading the mock drafts. I'd be taking those mock draft simulators. If this team does that, then I think they should do this. But it's too far out. We've got too much stuff to do. So anything you see in mock drafts right now, it doesn't. Outside of maybe one and two, don't put any weight into it. I will say this. If the Giants stay at six, they're not getting Marvin Harrison Jr. Just can we put that out there right now? And I don't think that they're going to trade up for Marvin Harrison Jr. either. All right? Got that settled? We can lock that in. Giants, if they stay at six, they're not getting Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, we can lock that in. 1-800-919-ESPN is the telephone number. 1-800-919-3776. Let's go back to the phones. Tommy is in Huntington. Tommy, what's going on, my man? Hey, good morning, Gordon. How are you doing today? I'm good, Tommy. What's up? So, I mean, I want to go back to the Peacock thing because um, um, – uh, so what I want to say is, like, I've cut, I cut the cord a couple of years ago, and ever since that happened, uh, the cable companies and the streaming companies, they've been nickel and diming you. They've been cutting the amount of stuff that they have. They've been raising the prices, and they've all, now they're throwing ads in there. And the higher and the, the, the more that they, that they do that, the more people are going to go the other direction. And what I'm doing and what a lot of the people are doing is we're, we're pirating. So... Um, I've I've got a way to get Peacock. I'm getting ready to watch Ryan Reynolds uh, Wrexham TV uh, soccer soccer match this right. morning um, because if it's streaming, it's on the internet, and if it's on the internet, you know it it can be it can be stolen. It can be streamed illegally, um, and and it's just getting easier. I don't know if you remember back in the day when cable first came out. Then all of a sudden, somebody was like, "Oh yeah, my uncle knows a guy that can get you an illegal box." Or, I've, I've uh, never heard of such a thing, all. Tommy. I don't know what you're talking about. This is outrageous. Illegal cable boxes. No idea what you're speaking of, my friends. Well, I can't, I can't justify do it, stealing things, but that is generally what happens, right? Um, there's always going to be that, that segment of the population. It's outrageous to me. Ille- illegal cable boxes, you say? Have you ever heard of such a thing, guys? I don't, I don't know what he's talking about. It's all foreign to me. Subi is in Midtown. Subi, what's going on, my man? Hey, Gordon, you were trying to compare the Texans and the Jets this year, and I feel like I have to give the Jets the benefit of the doubt here because the Jets, first what? of all, they did beat, they beat them head-to-head. Head okay. Uh, yes, the, the you'd much rather be a Jet fan than a Texans fan right now, yes. And let's put it this way, and, you know, the morning guys were talking about this as well. You know, every coach is on the hot seat except – I feel like the uh, Harbaugh and Shanahan because they're those are the two teams that are logically the uh, play, uh, teams that are going to be in the Super Bowl. So every other team, the coach is on the hot seat, and um, always that's not just like this season. And I feel like the ten, uh, the Texans are going to be in mediocrity for the next five years, even with C.J. Stroud. It's not like they're going to be a powerhouse. So I feel like the Jets next year with Rodgers, if they can be at Niners and Ravens level through the first half of the season, then we're going to see who's benefiting from the Jets-Texans comparison because I feel like the Jets beat them head-to-head with that defense. Oh, Subi, and that's a power- I mean, come on. Subi, thanks for the phone call. I, I mean, they beat them. The, the C.J. Stroud left the game with a concussion. They were playing without their two top wide receivers and their top tight end. And look, okay, the Jets beat them on a rainy Sunday at, at MetLife. Good for you. If you gave Jet fans two buttons in front of themselves right now, and you could either have things turn out the way it has for the Jets or the way things have turned out for the Texans. The Texans, 
in year one with their quarterback have done something the Jets have not been able to do in the last 13 years, and that is make the playoffs. They could lose by 500 points today. It would, it's already better than the last 13 years for the Jets. I like it. All the Jets have to do next year is for like the first half of the season, be one of the best teams in the sport, like the Niners and the Ravens. <laughs> Based on history, what would make you think that? What would make you think that? And it is wild, like the coaching carousel, Bill Belichick's out of a job, Pete Carroll's forced out, Mike McCarthy is coaching for his job, Nick Seriani could be out of a job. Everybody in the NFL, the NFL stands for not for long, right? Everybody is coaching for their jobs. The Jets, ah, we're good. We got, we got, run it back, run it again, run it again. Now back to the Gordon Damer Show on 98.7 ESPN. I don't know if you've seen this clip. It's certainly online. It's kind of gone viral. Last night, the, the, the Chicago Bulls, for some reason, were holding a ceremony to remember, I don't know, what, a Ring of Honor ceremony at halftime. So one of the people who was inducted into the Bulls Ring of Honor was their former GM, Jerry Krause. Music still gives you agita if you're a Nick fan. So they, they during halftime, they put up a picture of Jerry Krause. Now, Jerry Krause, it's pretty well known, even if you're not a Bulls fan, Bulls fans feel like he's responsible for the destruction of their dynasty. So when they put up a picture of Jerry Krause, the crowd boos. Little did the crowd know, obviously Jerry Krause is not there, he's not with us anymore, but his widow, Thelma Krause, was there representing Jerry Krause. So when the crowd boos, obviously his widow gets very emotional by that fact. Rightfully so. That's her, her husband that they're, they're booing. He did all these great things for the organization. You ungrateful pukes. But can we stop with... The fans in Chicago boo Jerry Krause's widow. They did not boo the widow. And in fact, if you listen to the clip, as soon as they realize the widow's there and who she is, they switch it up immediately. They went from boo. Oh, 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 yeah. It was awkward. I get it. You know who the fault is? Well, I guess it's partly with the fan to a certain degree because they're ungrateful pukes who didn't just dis- the guy won you. Ch- I get it. He did he have flaws? Sure, but he was also the guy that was there that helped build the teams and they built one team and then they had to rebuild and he did that. You ungrateful jerks. But the real blame is on the organization. Don't you know? If you don't know, you should know how the fans are going to react to a picture of Jerry Krause, even after all these years. Don't put up a picture of Jerry Krause. When you announce Jerry Krause, put up a picture of the widow, and then you can avoid that situation. But they didn't do that. It's very, it's very awkward, even now. Looking and at now the starting lineup for your Chicago Bulls. Is that is that is that Dan Grasa? Who is that doing? Wow, you are good, my friend. How'd that you know Dan that? Grasa. That man's a talent. He is a talent. It's just it's just off by a little bit. It was pretty close though. It almost got me. 
And nope. now the starting lineup for your Chicago Bulls. How much Jerry Krause? Boo! How much Manuka honey do you think he needed after that? Uh, he, he, yeah, he definitely. He, <laughs> he ripped he, his vocal cords after right? that. It's possible. It's possible. He might need a like a month break or something like that after that. I thought he would have one. I thought he was doing one right now. No, he's 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 busy doing the jet season. The jet season is over. He's busy what do you mean on he's Sundays. Doing? He needs a day. Can you can the guy have a day? Can you give him a day? Give him a day. He needs a day. It's fine. Oh, he's got plenty of days now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get the blame for that. I'm, they're going to say, oh, you're making fun of the – I hope the Dolphins lose by 50. Don't worry. Oh, they will. Let, yeah. Don't, don't worry. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen today. On Peacock. Only on Peacock. Witness live a Sell Dolphin it, being murdered on television as they get crushed by the Chiefs. This is the game where all the Chiefs' issues – you know, their offense is not that explosive anymore. Trust me, it'll look plenty explosive today. Those receivers, they can't catch the ball. Kadarius Toney is going to have a game for – he's going to be breaking tackles, no injuries whatsoever. Travis Kelsey will be back in his prime, everything. It'll be all perfect.